Hey, this is Red Band, and you are listening to Kill Tony. Check out our website, DeathSquad.tv. There you have everything Kill Tony, including past episodes, video portions to the show, and you could also click on tour dates to see if we're touring anywhere. That's DeathSquad.tv. Tony has his own website. Go to TonyHinchcliffe.com. There you have everything Golden Pony, including his own tour dates and his merch. That's TonyHinchcliffe.com. Ryan J. Ebelt, he's the house artist. He draws every episode and he sells prints of them or books. Go to RyanJEbelt.com and pick up some cool Kill Tony stuff. And last but not least, the official merchandise of the Death Squad universe is ShopSquad.tv. There you got some Death Squad hats, shirts, and you also got some Kill Tony shirts left. That's at ShopSquad.tv. And now here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Red Band coming to you live from the world-famous Comedy Store main room for a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Give it up for Tony Hinchcliffe. Yay! I'm so happy to be here. How about you, Red Band? I can't believe it. I am too. My goodness, Christmas is right around the corner, and I couldn't be more excited. I've been a nice boy this year. I'm off the naughty list. I got enough coal from all the previous years to build a coal castle. Uh, Green energy, man. That's it. And now that we live here in beautiful Texas, um, no, I'm kidding. We're at the Comedy Store in West Hollywood, California. And look who's here, everybody. A former Texan himself, now a resident of the great state of California. It's Ryan J. Ebel. Wow, he draws every episode. He's drawing tonight's episode. It's going to be a big one tonight. You know, I was thinking in the future we might have to just have a zoom in for Ryan just to watch the episode. Something. Yeah. we got to figure out something with Ryan, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, we don't want to lose that sweet, sweet angel. Uh-uh, no. Look at that little fucking <laughs> puppy head, that fucking French bulldog <laughs> fucking of machismo. Mm-hmm. Just goddamn suave king of the, the Nordic Seas. Uh, all of the prints are available at RyanJEbelt.com. He draws every episode, including the tour posters. How about a big hand from, for Charlie from Vito's yeah. Pizza, everybody? Keeping us well-fed. Vito's is amazing. It's on La Cienega between Santa Monica and Melrose. Why not grab a slice? They're open all, during all these crazy times. Get takeout or delivery or get it on Postmates. We're going to have to have Vito's flown in. Yep. Or maybe they'll build a location in Texas. That's a good idea. Uh, and the great Gino is here. Yeah. Speedweed Gino. Also the CEO over at Better Box Studios, which let us camp out there during a lot of this pandemic. And here we go. We're ready for another incredible episode of Kill Tony. But before we start, here's a little bit more about the amazing sponsors that made this episode possible for you here today. You know, my favorite thing that I found during this time of staying at home and relaxing and binge-watching a lot of my favorite things is ExpressVPN. A VPN protects your privacy and security online. But I didn't know until recently that it's taken my TV-watching game to the next level, and you can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. We know about this. I watched The Last Dance, all right, over the weekend I used ExpressVPN to binge uh, a Doctor Who, for example. It was so simple. I just fired up the ExpressVPN app, changed my location to the United Kingdom, refreshed Netflix, and that's it. You see, ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries. So just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through. 
Yeah, I agree. Like, I love anime, and a lot of anime is not available in the United States. You can use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix and be spirited away. Hint, hint. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service. Hulu, BBC Player, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN is to watch shows. It's so ridiculously fast. A lot of those other guys aren't fast. There's never any buffering or lag. You can stream it in eight HD, no problem. ExpressVPN is also compatible with all your devices, phones, media, consoles, smart TVs, and more. So you can watch it when you want to watch it on the go or on the big screen. And if you visit our special link right now, expressvpn.com slash killtony, all one word, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash killtony. Support for Kill Tony is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Oh, man, it's great. I just got one. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to get nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. And when I tell you it's premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, guys, so you can take a longer shave. The water-resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower. And one of the coolest features is the LED light that illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because it's designed to make it look amazing, sitting there right on your sink, and it's powered by USB. <laughs> That's right. It's a very convenient charging dock. So represent your Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. And if you're listening to us speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code KILLTONY at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code KILLTONY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code Kill Tony. I hope you guys feasted on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money. If you didn't get in on that, what are you doing? No, seriously, now is the time to get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are. We know what they are capable of. And it's not difficult to find some value in the lines. Whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boost a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table slots and card games you would expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Play the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code 
Tony to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to a thousand bucks. The terms are simple. You put in $200, they'll match you with another $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Hey, y'all, fans of this show. If you're having a rough time getting through lockdowns and social distancing, then I want to tell you about some products from our friends, Infinite CBD. You remember Infinite CBD. Infinite CBD has the cleanest, purest CBD available. If you've never heard of CBD, it's derived from hemp plants and packs all the benefits of marijuana without getting high. And Infinite CBD has a ton of different products that we've used, and they're great. I have a crazy knot between my shoulder blade and my spine right now, and the CBD roll-on does me justice. Bunch of other great products as well, Red Band. Absolutely. There's CBD gummies with B12. You have to pick these up as a part of your morning routine. The B12 gummies have the benefits of 25 milligrams of CBD combined with 1,000 micrograms of B12 per gummy. This is an energizing way to start your morning. If you haven't tried CBD, look it up. There's a lot of research and users reporting benefits like reduced anxiety, reduced inflammation, and more. So go to Infinite infinitecbd.com to see which of their products fits your needs. That's infinitecbd.com. And if you use promo code KILLTONY, you will get 20% off. Once more, that's infinitecbd.com and promo code KILLTONY, all one word, for 20% off. Yes, it's good to be back. I'm so excited. You guys ready to start this show or what, huh? Nine people in the room built for 600? Let's do this. Tonight's guest, one of my favorite human beings on the planet, famously uh, the host of the Tinfoil podcast and uh, a bunch of other incredible shows, Punch Drunk Sports, Sam Tripoli this, Sam Tripoli that. He's the first guy to ever take me out on the road. Me also. Sparking the ignition to one of the most incredible, youthful comedy careers ever, the career of Tony Hinchcliffe. A lot of people say this man is responsible Ladies and gentlemen, it's the great Sam Tripoli. Here he is, everybody. Wow. What an honor. One of the funniest human beings on the planet. This is a true comedy store killer right here. Thank you. you. It's an honor to be here. The comedy store documentary. I was so happy to see you referenced so many times on that because you're such a powerful force. You are what I consider a true comedy store comic. No fear. Spitting fire. Changing paces. Faster, slower, faster, slower. Working the fucking crowd. Killing in your time slot, no matter when it may be, no matter what they saw earlier, a relentless fucking murder. Keep going. I, well, I often say you're the Dexter of the comedy store. <laughs> I've been known as saying you are the Genghis Khan of uh, late night comedians. Perfect. I you, think that's good, right? And all the comedy careers that you've sparked, including mine. I didn't know how to go on the road until you took me there. That was for, I believe, a three or five, I think it was a five-minute spot, cold opening your shows. Me, Sarah Tiana, Steve Simone, and you. Thank you, dude. And Thank Sam, you. Sam brought me on the first paid gig ever to Santa Barbara at the Red Velvet Room. Yeah, dude, that was a fun gig too, dude. That also was famously gig. took me to open up for him at a corporate gig of 7-Eleven owners in a dining hall at round tables <laughs> on a microphone connected to a podium. Uh, and when I did that show, there was only one person laughing in the back of the room filming it, and it was Sam Tripoli. <laughs> he was cracking up. What a different time, huh? Halfway, on the, halfway up to Modesto. 
Toronto for that 7-Eleven owners convention. Oh, I Christmas party for Indians. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I asked him what the gig we were doing was. Is this like anything in particular? And he goes, it's a convention of 7-Eleven owners, bro. <laughs> and I, I laughed. Like, I didn't want to, like, ask to make sure. So I thought he was kidding. So I didn't take it seriously. And I didn't want to be annoying. You know, when you're first starting out opening. You just, you just want, want a gig. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to piss off the guy. But I didn't even prepare. I didn't write any jokes. Like, anything. I oh, that showed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my dude. god no it was horrendous it was the best uh, uh yeah man it was good I, i'm very happy you guys are uh adapting it's, it's weird to be in here i feel like will i am and i am legend doing comedy right now you're like it's like a zombie apocalypse there's all there's like five of us in here there's people getting eaten outside so it's a pleasure to be inside is a german shepherd walking around for some reason <laughs> We have a band on this show. Every single episode, they commit to being different characters. You know about this. Super wacky. Sometimes they're milkmen. Sometimes they're uh, out of control. Sometimes they're, you know, post people, postal people. Anything can happen. Let's find out what they are tonight when I introduce to you the best damn band in the land. It's the Kill Tony Band, Jeremiah Watkins and Joelberg Joel Jimenez. Here we go. Uh-oh. That's, that's music I haven't heard before, I don't think. Whoa. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow, I do believe we have bird watchers for the first time ever. <laughs> A lot of people have been asking, when will the band be bird watchers? The answer has happened. I believe, like, I, I, my guess is that this uh, idea for being a character started after Jeremiah found that hat. And then I guess the rest <laughs> just wrote itself after that. Hello, bird watcher. What's your name? Nathaniel Thornberry. Nathaniel Thornberry has arrived. Welcome to the history books of Kill Tony, my friend. He watches the birds and I breed them. Nathaniel Thornberry. And who's this little uh, whippersnapper behind me on the drums? Hi, Tony. The name is Bob Henry. Bob Henry. What's your deal, Bob? Oh, I'm just a bird watcher. You know, I'm president of the Aviary Society of Men. Wow. What do you guys do at that society? We watch this guy try to breed with birds. <laughs> uh, there's a 13-year-old. Red parrot. From the Mayan jungles. On its period. Okay, there we go. Nathaniel Thornberry and Bob Henry joining us with the great Sam Tripoli. Red band and his soundboard. Ryan J. E. Belt, Vito's Pizza, everything's happening. So let's just start the show, shall we? Here we go. You guys ready to kick this fucking thing off, huh? Oh, hell yeah. Even though there's nine people in the room, I'm going to do the cheesy thing and say you guys can do better than that. You guys ready to start this fucking show or what? All right. In that case, here's a surprise for you. We're going to flip some things around today and start with a fucking super bang. As I present to you a regular on this show that is absolutely blown fucking minds. This guy trained at the art of... Wait, wait, wait. Just wait. Just hold on a second over there. You're really jumping the fucking gun on this one. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, from the great state of New York, trained in the arts of improvisational uh, activities over at Second City in Chicago. It is the one and the only Michael Lehrer, everybody. Here he is. Wow. He's a tank. It's a fucking tank. 
Wow, that's a real tank. There's a claw attached. Look at this. This is absolutely incredible. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is incredible. The tank is shooting at us. The accuracy, quite shocking. Whoa, there's bubbles. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. There's bubbles. He's shooting out. This is, my mind is completely blown. This is one of the most threatening Threatening forces in the history of the show. That's the worst glory hole I've ever seen. <laughs> Michael Lara has arrived. His hair is hanging out of the... Whoa! Oh, my goodness. Wow. I do believe we're going to watch him catch on fire here today. This is very exciting. I don't think they ran a test on these... Uh, some of the devices... <laughs> Wait till the cum starts flying out. Uh, this is absolutely incredible. It just can't. It appears as if though there are... Uh, oh, there's a hand sticking out. <laughs> Here he is, Michael Lair, everybody. No, Michael... <laughs> Michael couldn't be here. I'm Oscar winner, Tom Tanks. Um... I've won multiple Oscars and every movie involving <laughs> things. So give me a suggestion of a movie and I'll tank it and show you my Oscar winning moment. Okay, how about uh, Forrest Gump? Oh, life is like a fleet of tanks. You never know what Eastern European country is going to sell it for $500. Wow. There you go. Wow, I love the noise that happens after you make a joke. Yeah. <laughs> hey, give Sh me another one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're blowing bubbles. He's excited over there. How about the hit movie, uh, 1994 classic Goodfellas? Oh, Hey. Oh. oh, you think, you think I'm, a, you think, <laughs> yeah, you think I'm a, a tanky guy? Oh, am I here just to shoot missiles at you? Oh, what am I, oh, am I a tank? He just roll over the wheel. Oh. <laughs> Wow, I remember that. I remember that very clearly from Goodfellas. Can I name another movie? Yeah. Okay. All right. How about uh, how about the classic Gone with the Wind? Friendly in my tank. I better have wits. <laughs> <laughs> It actually worked, dude. I like that. I that thought you were going to say, Tankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, my God. That would have been so much better. <laughs> I, give me them off. Let's see if I quick fire. More yeah. movies? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do... Sam, you got a movie you want him to uh, do? Uh, the famous movie by Belladonna, My Butthole's Haunted. Oh. Man, I feel like I got fucked by a Russian tank. <laughs> How about uh, Schindler's List? Uh, hey, every tank on this list 
will not be turned into scrap metal. <laughs> How about the color purple? <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, Steven Spielberg, let me free my tank. Ha! <laughs> 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 Ghostbusters. Good one. What one? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Oh. Oh, I've been tanked. It's like signed <laughs> but run over by a tank. Oh, wow. Absolutely incredible. How about Roots? Movie? Roots. Roots. Right. Um, my name is Tanka Tanka. <laughs> God, how about the bird watchers? You guys got a movie in mind? Come on. Thank you for smoking. Oh. There you go. Um, if people keep driving tanks, then people are going to die. But the tank industry is lying to us. Oh, well done. Bob Henry, Bob, Bob Henry, you got a movie? Yes, absolutely. Uh, how about Jurassic Park? Ooh, good one. Oh, good one. All right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the claw is moving, but they're not much. Don't move. I think I hear a tank. Uh, how about how about the classic Cheech and Chong up in smoke? Uh, man, I feel like I smoked a cruise missile. Wow. Wow. Absolutely incredible tank. Uh, this is this is really, really impressive. I can't believe that uh, you have this uh, wealth of history. What else have you been doing with yourself? Those party poppers aren't working the way you thought they would. <laughs> no. I keep seeing each one individually wiggle and not ignite. My diseased body can no longer pull this string on a party popper. I can't believe that. This, I thought that. I thought you weren't Michael Lair. What? You're a tank with a diseased body. Um, I rust. Aha. <laughs> How about the movie The Sixth Sense? Bruce Willis, classic. I see jeeps. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one, dude. Very That's good. That's a great one. What, what else is going on, Tank? Um, you know, just, um, well, I'm happy to be a Tank for the upcoming race civil war when Trump won't leave office. Can, can I get you to sort of cheat towards that camera? Can you sort of... <laughs> Can you sort of just turn? Or are you taking no. A <laughs> Star Wars. Can I hear Star Wars? Yeah, how about a Star Wars? You're not my trend marks. <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly hilarious. Uh, uh, I noticed you're the first tank I've ever seen that had a set of eyes. <laughs> drawn on it. 
almost like a, a weaponized trash can. <laughs> yeah. Early in my life, I was molested by a Humvee. Wow. <laughs> my goodness, the famous look at that camera in the tank is really priceless. I don't know if you can picture it, but there is, look at you. All right, let me think of another movie here. I feel uh, like there's more that, uh, that uh, I'm missing. I was going to ask what he does. Kill first. Bill. Kill Bill, one of my favorites. <laughs> the tank I'm is laughing. The tank is laughing at us. I'm trying the poppers. Um, Kill Bill. Um, I will get revenge. <laughs> one... <laughs> okay. I would have accepted my name is Buck and I like to. My name is Frank and I like to tank. There ah! Go. There you go. All right. Well, what else, Tank? Well, I'm just uh, winning for a pilot season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want the interview to go long because I want you to get your uh, money's worth out of all the work that you put into this Dude. project. No, man. I. I'm disabled. I'm no dumb. This is like Netflix for me. <laughs> I love it. Can you dance for us? Can you do a little yeah. jig? Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea, Brian. I've never seen a tank dance yeah. before, and we're about to Taking make history. Take the microphone from me. Here he goes. Here oh, comes shit. the great David Deary. David Deary taking the microphone. Here comes some music. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's see what happens here. Whoa. It's doing the robot. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. It's sponsored by the Home Depot. It's like a NASCAR, this thing. Uh-oh. Oh, he's backing that ass up. Look out. Uh-oh. What's going to happen next? Oh, my goodness. This is incredible. <laughs> He's stuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems to be some technical difficulties going on over there. <laughs> the Home Depot. There is a flaw in the design of this tank. Oh, there's bubbles. Works. Bubbles. Bubbles going into the darkness. The opposite side of camera. Wait, what just happened? Something opened up down there. There's a flat. There's a flat. <laughs> Wow. Wow. A dancing tank. That looks like some North Korean celebration that they do in front of, the, like, the oh, emperor. It's, it's shaking. I, that may have been... Oh, he's still alive. It's all good, yeah. <laughs> There's a second there. <laughs> he needs help out of it. Ladies and gentlemen, how about a big hand awesome. for the great and powerful Michael Lair. Getting the show started tonight. Here he goes. I believe he's having a panic attack in there right now. Gets claustrophobic real quick. How about a big hand for the great Colette as well? Yes. Nurse slash girlfriend slash <laughs> member of the Kill Tony family. Hey, give it up for Home Depot. Hey, look, there's Michael Lair. It was him the whole time. I had a feeling it was you. Tank Super God. talented. Are we going to get to talk to the real man behind the tank? Um, it would... Hey now, 
That was fun. It was well worth it. All right, let me move up a little bit because you have a shadow on your face from the other camera. God damn it. You're doing a good job. This looks great. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Another hand for Michael Lair, everybody. He's here. All right, let's waste more time. That was sexy want? hair. Look at that sexy you hair. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's got some bad head looking there yeah. like they just yeah. burned hard. Motherfucker. I four cowlicks in Chinese culture. That's good luck. Wow. <laughs> I also have four. Really? Yeah, yeah, it sucks. I hate it. This yeah. guy. <laughs> Indeed. I have four bird legs, but it's very different things. <laughs> that was real fun. And I'm really crafty. That thing did not take me long to make. Really? Not to brag. <laughs> uh, three half days. Damn. That was amazing. Yeah. Now, is that three and a half days or three half days? Three <laughs> months. <laughs> like day and a half. Yeah, I mean, I've just like building shit. And cardboard, you can make it anything. Wow, look at you. Uh-huh. It's true. Cardboard is a uh, malleable substance. Indeed. Some homeless guy's wondering where his house is right now. Right. And now we're returning, and it's a <laughs> weapon of mass destruction now. So he's going to be happy. <laughs> wow. I sell that shit at some downtown bullshit museum yep. for fucking 10 Gs. Goddamn fucking right. Fucking better than half that bullshit down there. Went to a goddamn king museum. Just cakes as big as a room. Fuck your fucking king museum. (laughs) (laughs) Michael, we love you so much. Thanks for getting the show started with a bang. Michael Lair. All right. It's time to meet a stranger. Here we go. All right, we've seen this young lady on this show before, famously friends with our uh, resident um, horoscope. Uh, what do they call that? A um, psychic. She's here, Nikki Fuchs, everybody. Here she is, Nikki Fuchs. Here we go with Nikki Fuchs. Hey. Here's Nikki Fuchs. So, me and my dog have a lot in common. Um, she's had six litters of puppies, and I've had six abortions. Yeah, I uh, actually, since having a dog, I've felt really empowered to walk at night. Um, not necessarily because of the dog, just because I'm carrying a bag of shit in my hand, right? <laughs> Nobody's going to rape you with a bag of shit in your hand. <laughs> and I know somebody's like, Wait a minute, what if your dog doesn't take a shit? I have spares, bitch. And then another person's like, wait a minute, what if that's their thing? Let me have my fucking moment, okay? Can I just have my goddamn rape moment? Jesus Christ. Uh, she does, she's my soulmate. She, she's my soulmate. She fills all of my voids. Uh, well, most of them. She's a big black dog. She's not a big, bu- big black dick. <laughs> Damn. There you go, okay. Nikki Fuchs with a minute. Wow. 
Very interesting set. I gotta ask, six abortions, is that true? That is a fucking joke. <laughs> oh, it's a joke. It's a super joke. It's, it's a actually lie. 12. <laughs> I mean, I've actually had zero abortions, but hey, if you've had an abortion, keep exercising your right. Uh, if you count that set, you've had one abortion. <laughs> uh, okay, it's not fun being mean when there's not a packed audience here. Thanks, Tony. But it, it would have been an incredible noise if this place was sold out like it used to be on every Monday. Yeah, you would have. You would have killed me. Fucking pandemic. Like, pandemic. Fucking pandemic. Oh, that's what they would have done. They liked it. The audience liked it. Here, I'll do it again. They liked it so much, I'll do it again. Uh, zero abortions, <laughs> but one abortion if you count that set you just did. <laughs> a little bit of a, a late laughter there from the audience. <laughs> So zero abortions, really? Zero abortions. Not even one? Not even a quick I feel little? like I just, I'm not going to get, pr- I just don't, I'm not a baby person. Like, it's not in my How about my plan life. B? You ever do plan B? All the time. All the time. What happens to you when you take plan B? You ever have any odd side effects so or I, anything? Uh, well, I would just get my period immediately, like, right after. Oh, interesting. Which is probably, like, a real abortion. That's right. right. Yeah, that's a toilet abortion. Yeah, it's like, when it's, like, so small, you know, it's just like, you can take the pill at home. So nobody's pulling out anymore, huh? You young kids are just blasting away and hoping and praying. That's it. What a wonderful time to be alive. (laughs) I mean, you just just made a baby. How'd you do that? (laughs) Didn't pull out. (laughs) (laughs) You you made two of them. Hey, you call me the N-word, I'm going to blast away. That's all I got to say. That's it. That's that's all it takes. I I like your set. Here's my thing, man. You kind of hit all the young girl uh, things in the set. Mm -hmm. And... Which is great because you're new and, you know, you kind of want to do the simple stuff. But, like, when you like, I didn't have any abortions. My biggest problem is, like, you should be as authentic to who you are. You know? And because, Agreed. like, the abortion joke, I like it. It's, but it's easy. The black yeah. dick joke, it's easy. The rape joke, it's easy. And maybe at the beginning you want it to be easy. But if you start really digging into, like, your real shit, like yeah. who you are, yeah. that's what's going to get you to another level. Got you. Like, for example, writing jokes about doing Plan B, which you actually have done and do do. And you can re- I don't do it anymore. That was in college. What was that, last week? No, I'm fucking old as shit, dude. I'm probably old as you. No. Oh, I'm, wow. Okay, oh, thank you. Yeah. No, Appreciate you're not. That. Not old grandpa triple. Yeah, trust here. me. Uh, 50, dude, you're I'm not close walker. to 54. <laughs> this is what we call oh, an I old mean, no. bird. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> How old are you? 33. 33. That's young. Yeah. Not really. You're the youngest person on this entire show right now. Okay. You little <laughs> whippersnapper. Yeah. We all just look younger than you. You yeah. definitely look like me. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> With my jawline, you would you, you, was... you would still be taking plan B all the time. <laughs> Can you imagine Tony in those jeans? Yes. I would love I know, I was that. Say, I, was Actually, I would say. love that, Tony. Okay. If you had those hips, oh, I would have fucked you already. <laughs> Hell yeah! I know. I know. Those are nice hips. Thanks, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, was that overstepping? I feel like we're in this weird. I don't know. Place, are you married so... to your wife? What? Are you married to your wife? Uh, well, I, I think she. I have to be married if she's my wife, but I don't have a wife. Okay, that's what I was wondering because you did just have twins, right? Yeah. Okay, so that. I was just trying to figure out, like, but wow, a lot of inside information. Questions from the guests. I was That's sitting incredible. over here. Well, yeah, so, Nikki, uh, what have you been doing during this pandemic, other than cutting your own hair? Hey, <laughs> hanging out, 
Hanging out with the dog. <laughs> Hanging out with the dog? What kind of dog do you have? She's um, a pit mix. Oh, wow. Ticking She's time bomb. <laughs> Not really. She's actually really nice. Pits are great. They really are. Yeah. yeah no, totally they really are. Idiot. They're little lovers. They get Because oh of God. fucking rappers who've ruined everything. Uh, rappers have ruined pit bulls, guns, and weed. They made everybody <laughs> hate them because they fucked them up in the music videos. Pit bulls are little lovers. Uh, are. Shitty pit bulls, shitty owners. Loving pit, loving owners, loving pit bulls. Thank you. Yeah, she's not shitty. At did all. you rescue your pit bull? I did. Trouble. Yeah. This is trouble. These are, this is like she's one of the women. This is like one of the women that starts writing to a guy in jail, and then when he gets out, lets her, lets him live with her. <laughs> that pit bull's gonna. You can you even take it to a dog park with other dogs? I just haven't chose to yet. You just yeah. got it. Why, yeah. Why like, do you think you still, have it? It's still like new. I, I'm just trying to learn who she is. We did meet a puppy today. How did that go? They loved each other. Really? They really did like each other, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you know that? Because um, she didn't eat it. Yeah, she let it go. Yeah, she didn't <laughs> fucking try to bite it. Like, it was fine. When did you get the dog? <sighs> like, this summer. What did you name it? Name her? I didn't name her. Don't judge me for but this, but her name is Nix. Nix? Yeah. Uh-huh. Why? So Nyx is actually the Greek goddess of the night, and she is an all-black dog. She has Nyx a little bit is of also something that you do not get with the new Manscaped 3.0. <laughs> There's no Nyx, no scratches. <laughs> it is incredible. Go to manscaped.com. Drop the promo code KILLTONY. There's a 90-minute battery life. Save 20% off They're and free great. shipping. And they have the best charging stand. Show off your mower loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. Do you know that about Nyx? Nope. So how old is the dog? She is almost six years old. Six years old. You're taking in a dog halfway through its life. Yeah, man. Thank you. Like, I don't... I just wanted to help something. Do you like, know why it was surrendered? Was it because of a problem? Bad so it kids. was actually, she was homeless, and then oh. somebody rescued Bad her. Bad with kids, great with abortions. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. It wasn't worth Slogan. it. Slogan. It wasn't worth it. Worth it for um, that no, so she, somebody rescued her who had her for an entire year before they were like, all right, I have to rescue another dog now. Like, I need to get rid of this one. And I was just like, this is awful. Like, I'll take her. That's immediately great. yeah like you know she's literally the sweetest dog you would probably like her i love i love her i love it one in the pit two in the show. have you ever <laughs> baby birded food from your mouth into the pit bull's mouth no <laughs> have you ever baby dogged it where you poop inside the dog's butthole and it poops inside yours all right human centipede it yes i'm gonna go with tony on this one all right <laughs> there you go <laughs> Uh, wow, so that was very dismissive, and I liked it. <laughs> Nikki, what else? What have you been doing to pass the time other than hanging out with uh, that dirty... Trying to fucking do a set on this show. Right. Okay. How, bu- how about other than that? Um, I've been doing some, like, uh, open mics. I was trying to date in the beginning, and then I was like, not happening. Why? Um, why didn't it happen? Because dudes are real shitty out here. Really? Like, how? Why? Um, most people just want to fuck you. Like, okay, example. I was walking. I would live really close to the comedy store. Sure. So I was like walking here and mm-hmm. some guy with two dogs stopped me while I was walking here with my earphones in mm-hmm. to be like, hey, can I like call you sometime? And I was like, well, I'm trying to be in a relationship. Was he you- black? Yes. And he had two husky dogs. He did. Yes. How did you know that? He black guys take a shot at it every time. God bless him. Wait, 
how do you yeah. know this guy? Because I know all about that guy. Nobody knows. Nobody Am knows I more about. <laughs> nobody knows more about being a husky. That's than right. Any huskies? <laughs> how the fuck do you know? Wait, I'm so curious now. Where, did you talk to him too? No, I, I saw him on the way here. And oh, you did? And yeah. I've I've run into that guy before. Oh, so it was so funny. He was like. He uh, asks Redband for his number all the time. Because <laughs> Redband does have a fat ass. Fuck yeah. Wow. That shit's big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you girl, you know. I do know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do know. He's got an ass. Shit. He's got an He's ass. Killing like it at curves. Red Band's yeah, got right. an ass like Michael right? Lair's tank. Could we do? Could we do a catwalk with Red Band right now? No. <laughs> Can we do what? A catwalk where he models. No. His oh, yeah. Come on, come no. on Red Band. Yeah, shake it. You mean nope. a pig walk? <laughs> oh. So did, did you give him your number? No. So I wanted to tell the rest of my story, but if you're not interested, go ahead. No. Tell okay. the story. Please. <laughs> So I was like, uh, no, I'm like actually in, like looking for a relationship. That's so what you said to him. For it he, scares he, people away. Stop. Listen. Don't try to fucking talk like okay. we're best friends or anything right. like that, Nikki. <laughs> so he, he says, hey, can I get your number and call you sometime? And you go straight to that. I mean, there's nothing else. Are you cutting the story short? You story short. You went straight to. So I was like, I'm no. looking for a relationship. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm actually trying Jesus, to like, date what right a fucking, now. What type of librarian bitch are you? <laughs> hey, well, I mean, if it you don't want out. it, that's a great way to get somebody that's to run right. off. Right. I'm looking for commitment. Are you in? Fuck. He's like, bing, 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 and that's he's right. gone. The huskies just start dragging him like he's on one of those sleds. <laughs> Let's go, boys. <laughs> He's got Heelys on. He, yeah. was, he was. It did end up like that. But basically, <laughs> he was just like, oh, well, I'm not trying to date. And I was like, well, I'm not trying to fuck. And I walked away. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you and your boring but, ass. <laughs> I know. I know. I used to not be like that. But it's just, I'm 33. Like, I got to have something controlled. In my I life. love <laughs> white women when they get sassy, they go straight to black chick, right? Exactly. And I ain't looking to fuck, you know? <laughs> look, look. It works. So the haircut true. says you bang black guys. That's, that's what that true. haircut that's says. What it, well, that's what he started with. Right. He was like, I fucking love your hair. Yep. And I was like, okay. Yep. You might be going for like kind of fucking like punk rocker, but that says I love black dick. That's I what mean, that says. I do. Like what, like what it's do you like the 90s say? R&B haircut, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's into blackbirds, yes. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever black been with a black man? Yeah. She's a white chick. They have to. Yeah. Is it part of, uh, is, <laughs> that the ma- is that your main type? No. I'm an equal opportunity. Uh, that means you bang lots of black guys. I yeah. bling. Uh, bling. I've had sex with a lot of different kinds of guys. She takes a lot of plan B. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, wait, you say all different types of guys? Do you ever have sex with a midget? No. You ever have sex with a amputee? I meant different colors. Amputee. I mean, do you count like finger or toe? Did you have you hooked up with a guy that lost a finger? Yeah. Wow. Was he? Did he lose it petting your rescue pit bull? <laughs> no, I don't have teeth in my vagina. <laughs> Whoa! I see what you did there. I like that. What do you think like about? That. What do you think about this, Sam? Before we let it go. I think she's doing great. I think you got a great style. I think you just got to be more original. Thank you. With your shit. I really and, appreciate it. You know, it's like here's my whole thing. It's like it's easy to be cookie cutter, if but authentic resonates with especially in this day and age where like the industry's dying. You got you're not got to worry about them. People want some real shit. Yeah. And like going out there saying you got a bunch of abortions when you didn't, that's like easy laughs. Yeah. 
And you'll get a dude. You just got to put it out there, man. Positive energy into the universe, man. And again, meanwhile, you have this wealth of plan B possible material that you haven't even (laughs) tapped into yet. Do you cook and clean? Uh, I do. Oh, dude, you'll have a guy in a heartbeat. You no, can't find I a won't. chick. I'm 33. I don't have. There is no guy. There, you will find a guy. Not, what do you cook? What's your What's your best meal that you know how to cook? Uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, there you go. Wow, Bam. You have a thousand ready, black she's guys ready there. to hook up right now. Yeah, she's ready to get that. <laughs> what, turkey if, what if she stuck? was like, you know, the typical grits, fried okra, That's what I was hoping. Great drink, sweet potato pie. Love sweet potato cat. There goes All Nikki right. Fuchs, Thanks, everybody. Guys. Thank you, Nikki. Yeah. I pulled another name out. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do it quick. Make some noise for John Hanford. Here we go. Here comes another human. Another human being. He's got Here a cheerleader. John Hanford. Here is John. I saw a man die of natural causes in a Walmart scooter. I was uh, grocery shopping beginning of the year. I thought this was going to be the biggest thing to happen. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was just walking past him. He was coming at me in the scooter, just kind of drifting, head cocked back, mouth agape, just totally passed out. I had to fucking sidestep him. And it wasn't until I doubled back about five minutes later, he's crashed into the end of an aisle where the mayonnaise is. Mayonnaise is all over the floor. Uh, he's surrounded by about 20 Walmart employees, one of whom's on the phone with 911, another's checking his breathing. The rest are there because they also think it's going to be the biggest shit they see all year. Uh, and it made me think, like, th- that man dying right there, there was stuff in the basket That man was living the American dream. He fucking lived the modern-day American dream to the fullest. That man should have a flag draped over his casket and buried in Arlington. John Anford, how's it going? How do you feel about that? Best Uh, set of your life? Not the best, but uh, I enjoyed it. It was better than your last one, I thought. Thank you. I, I, I thought so, too. You look better this, since the last time you were here. What, what changed about you? Uh, I took mushrooms a couple weeks ago. That, that's what um, did it. Life. Yeah. Uh, it and I, it just gave me a lot of, uh, lot of insights about, um, number one, uh, just being more in the moment and not really relying on writing out the material, just kind of feeling it out. Like you said, Sam, I, like, this pandemic has totally brought to light, like, shit's dying, shit's changing. We need authenticity. And it, it just gave me a new uh, just Jesus, kind of a this guy's new running for fucking president. <laughs> my God, he's Jesus. gonna be the mayor of Silver Lake very oh soon. My God, I know. <laughs> this guy looks like Edward Snowden and Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> I'll take it. You're like Edward Norton antivirus. <laughs> Edward jokes, everybody. Very rarely yeah. do I get to squeeze in a bunch of Edward jokes in a row. Remind us of you, John Hanford. What do we need to know about you? Oh uh, well, I um. I used to work in baseball. I quit uh, to pursue stand-up. That's and right. From moneyball to funnyball. <laughs> Damn straight, yeah. There exactly. I mean, you worked in baseball? Uh, so I used to be a, uh, a player he development He used to be intern. the kid that would sit on the third baseline and get the foul balls yeah. and give them to people? No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I mean, we, we could seriously be here for hours if we're really going to dig right in. But the coolest thing I did in baseball, I was a player development intern for the New York Mets in 2014 with their uh, single-A affiliate in Savannah, Georgia. Um, that is cool. It, it, it was fucking sick. Brody, you say baseball three times. Baseball Beetlejuice. Brody oh, Stevens pops up out of nowhere. 
Brody, how's everything going in uh, heaven, if that's where you ended up? <laughs> I take Lamictal. You still take it, even though that's how the afterlife works? <laughs> what time does the internet close? Oh, wow. All right. Oh, there I'm you go. Cry. All right. Thank you, Brody. Always depressing hearing your voice. Uh, do you know who Brody Stevens is? Of course. Right. Yeah. Do you think it's too late to trade you for him? <laughs> Oh, I would never do that. You wouldn't. You wouldn't do that. that? Come I on, would actually do that, but would. I don't want you to go and <laughs> yes, pull Brody. So that's why I said that. If we knew some type of seance that where we could hang you and Brody comes back, we would do it. Just to like, <laughs> try to that's do that. There, but I Maybe think we I, should. Has that ever happened before in scientific history? Birdman, do you know about this? It's a very scary conversation right now. <laughs> Look, I think we're in the darkest timeline where I'm here and Brody isn't, so I've just accepted that. Love yourself, brother. Absolutely. So yeah. th- is that a real story? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's all true. Um, yeah, it happened like mid-January uh, in, in Yucca Valley, California, and um, uh, that, I mean, that Walmart is just fucking magical. You always see some kind of shit going on. But uh, I feel like Yucca is the noise that you make when you go down on a girl. Uh, it's usually what she says back to me. She's like, ugh. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, it, like it happened. Why like, would she say that to you? Well, when, like if, you know, because I'm a 50-50. When you go down like, on a girl, do your it's glasses? It's always a 69. Okay. When always. You, wait, what, what do you mean? What does that mean to you? What does what mean to me? It's always 69. What does oh, that it, mean? It means I'm, I'm equality all the time. Is that it, true? You 69? What happens to your glasses when you're doing that? They just, oh, I, oh. I, I, I don't need these. Like, they're, Whoa. they're not real? No, no, they're real. Like, like, you guys are blurry, but I can still... Yeah, I do that, too. Yeah, I can still drive. So when did you decide you wanted to look like Howard Stern? When was that? Uh, oh, that's at, you him. <laughs> after I got banned from his show. I, um, <laughs> I, I interned for him uh, 10 years ago wow, for Wow, you for really did? Hours. Hey, yeah. now. Uh, he did not know, but... Um, because like I had a couple interviews with Sirius XM and like they both went really well and then they had me back for a third and that went well they said we'll be in touch and then it was Christmas and they're on vacation but they told me like the, the start date and time they're just like look if you do get this internship you gotta be at the McGraw Hill building January 3rd 2010 at 4am so I fucking got there and uh, with no confirmation I just heard you know Robin one time uh, she was like, I like persistent interns. So I figured, all right, I'll get off on the right foot. And uh, I get there. I talk with the door guy. And um, he's just like, look, dude, you're not on the list. What do you want me to do? And I was like, can you just call them? So they sent me up. And uh, I was just fucking answering phones. Um, like, and the production staff like, really likes me. You know, Will was cool. Uh, you know, Gary was, was fucking sick. Gary so. Delabate. Delabate, yeah. How big Billy. are his teeth? Oh, they're... they're I mean, it's, you know how yeah. big they are. They're, they're, yeah. they're I've been on the show. Jesus. Oh, damn. Hard, hard mic drop for you. <laughs> yeah. People uh, listening while in bed on your <laughs> with Yeah, your that was not Joel. They've stopped 69 ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, tr- I tried to be on the show, but then uh, 8 a.m. rolled around. Tracy Millman, the, ma- the uh, producer at the time, I was just like, hey, which one of you is John Hanford? I was like, yeah, that's me. She was like, yeah, you've you got to leave. You're not one of my interns. So I, I cowered. And I just like fucking crumbled, so I, I got back on the Long Island Railroad. Oh God, I yeah, hate I, stories I didn't that fucking, end like that. I know. I know I didn't fucking fight for myself. So, well, there you go. What yeah. a pussy! Well, How old were you ten years ago? Uh, I was I was nineteen. Wow, yeah. look at that! What an opportunity that would have been for you. But then you got Stranger Things. Joel <laughs> 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 Wow. 
Incredible. You got a lot, you got a lot of looks going on here. You're doing a lot of colors. You're the, you're you're trying to very much like Silver Lake this shit. What um, part of town do you live in? Uh, so I, I live in Joshua Tree. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, in the desert. I'm, I'm, I, like, I used to look like Rachel Maddow when I lived in New York, and then I uh-huh. once I shed the corporate life, I figured, you know, we'll go full hippie Jew. and uh, Young Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I mean, might as well be. I can't fucking dance either. So, um, yeah, so pretty much I, I decided to move to the desert. Just uh, I could play music there and shit. I play guitar. Have um, you tried to use the handshakes with any of the fellow Jews here to get some shit going? Yeah. No, uh, uh, I haven't been in L.A. enough. Just got to put some change in your hand when you shake them. Oh, my God. You got to lose those stereotypes, man. (laughs) I've been to a concentration camp. I went to fucking Dachau. You know they got a food court there? (laughs) Is that a joke? No, no, I'm dead serious. Do you do that as a joke? It is. What? Not a joke. There's a food court at Dachau, and, and like five o'clock rolls around, they got the Dachau daiquiris for happy hour. And uh, stop it. That was a joke. But I was walking around for like two hours there. <laughs> That's what uh, you should open up with. I was thinking about it, and then I was like, no, no, dead guy at Walmart. But I figured, dude, uh, should I open up with the funny thing? No, I'm gonna go unfunny and try to get it going. I love the fringe, man. But like, it's. Uh, <laughs> No, but yeah, what did they? Wa- what did they? The what did they sell yeah. at the food court? What did they have? Well, they there? got fish and chips, and like they never thought I'd be able to say this, but overcooked. No, the food. Oh. The, <laughs> the food at the concentration camp Burnt not half crisp. bad. No, it was like good. Wow. Yeah, it was like, like it was. Uh, you know, you really kind of ate the cod. fish and chips at a concentration camp. I, I, I'm, I grew up in Seattle. Yeah, I missed Ivers. Can Smoked we? Can flavor. we look up those Yelp reviews, please? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny, dude. <laughs> what do you they say? Got, they got merch there too, but. Oh, that would have been cool to get. I would totally get a fucking concentration camp fucking T-shirt. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I I survived the summer. I survived the summer at Dachau concentration (laughs) camp on Gildan shirt. My whole thing with your jokes is that you got trim a lot of fat. You kept saying he was living the American dream, and I know you had time, but you never said what it was. Why? Why do you live the American dream? Yeah, it, it, it was it was getting at the consumerism of it. Um, there, there's more to that bit that I'm like, you know, trying to work out and, and feel out. Uh, you know. There you go. Fresh yeah. off of mushrooms, though. You're being creative. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your time. John thank Hanford, you. everybody. There he goes. Last time I did shrooms. Last time I did shrooms, I was so high, I fell in love with 30 seconds from Mars. Really? Yeah, they were. I was at... Uh, I was at the K Rock uh, almost acoustic Christmas, and they were, dude. I was so high, and they came out, and that dude shred. That band shredded, and I was like, now I get why everybody loves Gay Jesus. He looked like Gay Jesus. Isn't that Jared Leto? Yeah, dude, crush. Prophets of Rage, the best live band I've seen. Who? How high I was. Prophets of Rage, which is like wow. uh, Public Enemy. Oh, now that's and, awesome. Wow. Yeah. On shrooms? Fuck yeah, dog. Well, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian, a guy who uh, works at the Hollywood Improv. He's uh, been coming here, signing up for years. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Brandon Bricks. Here he comes. Here comes Brandon Bricks. Brandon Bricks. Before I begin, can you guys follow me on Instagram at Diabetes the Second? (laughs) You got to watch what you post on Instagram. You got to watch it, man. Because I had a picture on Instagram that cost me a gig. I had a picture of powdered sugar on my nose. And I know it looked like I did cocaine. 
And the black church told me we're not supporters of cocaine because they were going to hire me for a gig, but they looked at my Instagram and they were like, that's cocaine. And I'm like, no, that's powdered sugar. I'm 365 pounds. I can't control my life. And they're like, no, we know cocaine when we see it. I said, oh, you know cocaine when you see it, but you can't tell me that your choir director's gay? That's it, I'm going to get back to the room. Wow. 45 seconds of thunder and lightning from Brandon Bricks. How are you, man? I'm blessed. Happy to be here. Praise the Allah. Absolutely, absolutely. There's a minute right there. So let's talk about it. Brandon, how long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, seven years. Seven years. All of it here in Los Angeles? I'm from here, yeah. I started here. Wow. Yep. wow. You're like low blood sugar night. <laughs> that was original. I'm going to give you that. That's Thank original. you. Thank That's you original. so much. You, you can that. have it. You can use it. I'm going to write, write down my fat notebook. I love that you use the inside uh, when you buy a pair of Fila shoes as a jacket. You stitched it all together. Man, so. this is the actual Fila bag. Nigga, that came. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. He just called me the N-word. Dude, congrats. I wish he'd called me that. Sam Tripoli like, just came I just don't want to get a boner, you know? Two Jews and a white guy. All y'all niggas at heart. <laughs> Who's who, the who second are, who Jew? Are the, who are the two who Jews? Who are the Jews? Sam, you're not Jewish. That's just your nose. No, dude. Wait, who do you think the other Jew is? I'm Armenian. I thought, no, no, because every time I look at you, I swear to God, I think you're Jewish, dog. I know everybody does. I'm, I'm so Armenian. So it's not just me. Okay. Cool. I, I can't tell. Are you looking at me or him? That dude, eye's a, all over have, the place. No, I, have, I, I have cancer. That eye is looking out the fucking exit I got, door. I got a brain tumor, so it causes it's my eyes. Totally oh, different. really, dude? Yeah, yeah. Is that true? No. Just want to make it feel like a dick. Yeah, I don't feel like a dick. I was like, how could come up with some good brain tumor jokes. He uses a brain tumor as an excuse for the new extra weight. Yeah. Like, oh, like, damn, three more pounds. Tumor's getting bigger. No, I was gonna 365 say. pounds, you said that you are. Is that correct? Actually, you have a pound uh, 450. For each? Four, 450? Three, 380. 380? <laughs> this guy. Uh, seriously, you have a number for us? 380, probably 380. I, g I gained over the COVID. Uh, I was in the house because I was going to kill myself. Like what, real kind of, shit. what kind of house were you? Uh, oh, come on. Don't kill yourself. No, nah, nah, man. I worked so hard to get a show at the Hollywood Improv. They finally gave it to me. You know, and then motherfucker, the Wong Kong Fu came, and then Jesus Christ. Yeah. So well, let's talk about what you were saying. You that said fan you gained weight. Yup. You said that you gained weight living in a house. What house was that? Uh, the House of Pancakes. Well, you go from Dave Chappelle to Notorious B.I.G. What no, happened? I, actually, I had I was originally three eighty uh, like a year ago, and then I was like working out, and I was on the grind. I was on tour with Preacher Lawson. And he's I was, great. Yeah, he's a great guy. Great guy. So he got me vegan, right? Because, you know, preacher, vegan. So I was eating, I don't even know what kind of fucking grass I was it eating. It was bread, dude. It's bread. This it's is what people <laughs> do when they hang out with vegans. They just eat a bunch of bread. You that, ate a bunch of bread, right? Potatoes. Yeah. But, yeah, same yeah. shit, same carbs, different sh shit. Uh, but, and that's, I was actually on a good road of health. I was, I was, act, I could actually run a mile without stopping. But then since I've been in the house, man. It was just like, I was just playing PlayStation. I just got the PS5, so I'm just in the yeah. house getting fat. I'm going to keep it at How do you? What do you eat when you're at home? Uh, my wife usually cooks like, just like meatloaf and starch. Just wow, starch. meatloaf is a regular thing at your house? Nigga, fuck yeah. Damn. Wow, regular meatloaf. What do you, what do you eat? meatloaf's on the table, you can have meatloaf anytime. Hey, spit that there shit, nigga. Go. Absolutely. You have meatloaf with ketchup on it? No, nah, barbecue. I'm allergic to ketchup. You're allergic what? to ketchup? What else are you allergic to? Just ketchup. 
Isn't there ketchup in barbecue sauce? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, the, you know, actually, I'm a, I'm really allergic to alcohol. I can't I can't drink like vodka, so they put vodka and ketchup. A lot of people don't know they put vodka and ketchup. They what put the alcohol. fuck yeah. are you talking about? Okay, because I can eat pizza with tomato paste, we but know? I but I can't eat ketchup because it has alcohol in it. I've never heard that. Yeah, yeah has it does. Yep. Hold on, why? Because you're an alcoholic or you're allergic to alcohol? I don't know. I just every time I eat it, I break out. What drunkenness? <laughs> what do you mean? Fat white chick. Funny. What do you mean? You I've never fucked out. a white chick. Huh? What do you What do you mean you break out? Like I break out in hives on my face. Wow. Oh, interesting. I didn't yep. even know black guys could get hives. <laughs> I'm not that black. I'm medium black. Now, bro. just a moment ago, you that's said not what a police officer would say. You damn right about that. Never had sex with the white species before. Never had. What? Yep. Never had sex with a white girl. Why do you think that is? Well, I love sisters. I, Hispanics and blacks have always been my forte. Wow. Racist. Yep, my dick is. My goodness. Sticking up for you in the back there. She got a haircut for your people. Respect that. Bruh. <laughs> have you ever done anything with a white woman? Argued nah. with one or anything? Because I'm from L.A. Right. So most of the white women out here are not good. <laughs> like, but when I was on New York, when I was on tour, when I was on tour with Preacher, if I wasn't married, um, I would have tried it because I've met some people out there. So you met some people. I like that. I met a couple people. Had a couple business meetings. His eyes straightened out when he said that. <laughs> got, there is for those of you listening. You he has a uh, very uh, large Forrest Whitaker vibe. <laughs> He's like, honey, I didn't mean to cheat. I just had ketchup that night. <laughs> I don't remember what happened. He's the only guy that can look at both Joel and Camera One at the same time. <laughs> hey man, hey. All my credits and talents shouted out to the world. It's bro. incredible. Absolutely. This guy's got. You're great, dude. You, you're a good writer. Obviously, you're on the road with Preacher. He's great. You yeah. got great writing. And it's just, yeah, man, just keep going. And I appreciate it. Thank you. You know, I mean, like, it's like maybe you need to stop playing video games and just get out and start working out a little bit. Yeah. 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 You're right. But I'm married. Let's be honest. When you're married, you understand that it's a job in itself. So. It's just hard because I have to motivate her. Because if she doesn't do it, I won't do it. And you know, is your wife a big lady too? Yeah, but she's lost weight because she actually has diabetes. So I have to make sure she takes her medicine and all that. Because oh, yeah, she actually has it. So right, get the nutritionist from David Lucas might help. Yeah, look at that. David Lucas is on a great diet right now because he got money. He does. He has money. How do you? How does he have money? He has money. This motherfucker be flying and doing all kinds. His of dad's shit. like a senator. He actually, <laughs> he actually stayed in my room in Vegas when I was doing the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club, and this motherfucker was fucking the whole time I was. In all the right, room. all right. We're not gonna throw our friend. <laughs> I think it was fucking in my. Yes, room. more details, please. David can't even fit under a bus, and you're Bruh, still trying and to the, throw. And the bitch right. was bigger than him. All right, like, all right. Stop it right Someone's now. Someone's got fucked them. Someone's got fucked them. Wow. I have this theory about big chicks, tighter vaginas, but that's another show. Yeah, yeah. You really believe that? Well, it's more I, pressure. I get into it. It's, it's more yeah. pressure. Oh, we know you yeah, can get into it, a. It, we oh. know you can get into a fat girl's vagina. Yeah, I do. I mean, that, dude, I'm from the 607. That's what we're all about, dude. Big yeah. bitches, keeping it real. For I call them first round draft pick moms. <laughs> right? I yeah. mean, dude, the skinny bitches don't put out pro athletes, nah, dude. Nah, they run for the dick too. You got to go to fucking the county fair, fucking county jail, get yourself a big bitch, and that's how you're going to have a D1 athlete dog. Goddamn right. Back to back, we fighting crime together like yeah, that dude. superheroes. Yeah. Like, 
Tiny chicks are going to be like, fucking save me. Big chicks are like, move out of the way so I can kick him. I tell every woman the same thing. Listen, if gunshots start ringing, you hungry? No, I'm saying you t- tell the same, every woman the same thing. Go nah, ahead. I, I just tell them, like, if anything happens, nigga, I'm not staying. I'm running. Like, I'm not. What does this look like? You keep saying that you used to run a mile, that you'll run. Like, I don't believe it. Can we get you running? Zach, can you get on camera one? Can you? Where you want to run to? Can you start over there and then run? <laughs> can you run to the table that William's at and then run just back? Just do a lap. Do a lap. Okay. Come on. Can we keep the spotlight on him? Uh, All right, here we go. And go. Whoa. 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 Damn, those knees are sore. Uh, I'm more impressed with the stop than anything. It really yeah. I'm telling you, I'm from the hood, so you already know. Stopping on a dime could save your life, nigga. Yes, uh, that's yeah. what we call a five-second Fody. Warren Sapp's <laughs> cousin, <laughs> Tree Sap over here. He runs a Fody. Yeah. The bird watcher said. That's what he said. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely incredible. What part of L.A. do you live in now? Uh, I live in Boyle Heights. Boyle Heights. Wow. Mexico. So, you know. Yeah, for yeah. sure. My goodness. Well, Bricks. Brandon yep. Bricks. It was a fun time. Thanks hey, man. For coming have fun on. being here. Thank you. There you go. Dude, you know where's nice? Yeah. Compton, Inglewood. You've been out there? Inglewood, yeah. Dude, because they're building all those stadiums, it's, Dude, it's nice. It's all nice out here. I'm telling you, when I moved here from fucking Youngstown, Ohio, I'm like, hey, let's drive through Compton and Inglewood, all these songs that I listened to on the Tupac albums that I had back in the day. And I went there, and I was shocked at how nice it was. It was completely everything. Everybody's like, grass is cut. Yeah. There's houses everywhere in my shitty neighborhood. It was a regular thing for houses to just get arson down. That's when you know you're in a dangerous neighborhood is when there's less and less houses all the time. But everything was there. Real estate for sale. Gates on the windows, but we always used to that too. Anyway, eh, who gives a fuck? Your next comedian goes by the name. We know this guy. He's a wild one. Look out. Trey Peacock, everybody. Here he comes. Here we go. Uh-oh. Trey Peacock. Come on, one more time for Trey, everybody. If you ever meet a guy with one hand, probably don't shake it, you know, because that dude uses that hand for everything, jacking off, wiping his ass, sneezing, all of it. Uh, You meet a guy with two hands, you shake his hand, because then it's only a 50-50% chance that all that shit's on there. But uh, you meet a woman with one hand, and you get down on your knee and kiss that shit like she's a princess. Because let's be honest, she's doing all the same shit, but that's the flavor you want on your lips. (laughs) While you're down there kissing it, might as well throw a ring on that bitch, because that's the one lady you could be pretty sure that uh, she won't run away with all your shit, you know? She can't carry it. Um... I'll share the road with bikers, but they better be able to pedal the fucking speed limit. (laughs) Wow, Trey Peacock. Look at that. I mean, this is a guy that we watched start. Didn't we watch your beginning here on Kill Tony? Yes, sir. A couple few months ago in this very room and on that very spot. Am I correct? Yep. And then you came on again Mm -hmm. and then again. And now this time? Fourth time. This is your fourth time. Yes, sir. And clearly your best time, correct? Yes. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, it was, by a lot. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, 
We've seen this before. You've come to term in a few months. You were a premature baby, right? Yep. I can tell. When were you born? Seven Sep- months? September 11th. Wow. Oh. Look at that. That's the saddest thing to ever happen on September 11th in the history of civilization. It was your birth. Yeah. That's a tough one. I don't know. Okay. Probably that. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, a, it wasn't even a question, Trey. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, so give us a day in the life of Trey Peacock. Where'd you drive from today? Modesto? Uh, well, I've been out here this weekend, but yeah, I'm in Modesto. What have you been doing here this weekend? Trying to do comedy, hanging out with friends, you know. Yeah, what have you and your friends been doing? Hanging around a little barrel fire? Partying, yeah. What kind of partying? Barrel fire, barbecues. Oh, barbecues, look out. No, nah, many... just going crazy. Yeah, like what? Tell us about it. Give us a, give us a little glimpse into the fucking white trash. Drinking beer, smoking blunts in the car, running from the cops, you know, same old shit. You love that shit. You love tempting police officers. Yeah, I actually just passed, like, I got away from court right before I came out this week. Like, I thought they were going to book me, for real, like, I was actually scared. But then they are like, not nah, 500 bucks and you're cool. I was like, sweet. But my license is still suspended. How come? I don't know. I can't figure it out. So you, you, you drove here, though, on a suspended license? No. Jesus, dude. The cops aren't listening to this show yeah. right now. It's not like I hope not. But that drive, that's a, everyone knows that's a dangerous drive because you get pulled over for everything on that drive. They're so bored. Yeah, it's Fresno. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's your family doing? Any big happenings in the famously white trash family of Trey Peacock? Still just building conveyors, you know. Yeah. Also, what is your heritage? Because Peacock is a beautiful family name. My mom's Yeah, Mexican. that is. You found a peacock here. Isn't that exciting yeah. for you? What are the odds, bird watcher? <laughs> I'm very enticed right now. Wow. My goodness. I don't like the way he's looking at me. It's okay, Trey. What? He's, Trey's a very paranoid guy. You do a lot of illicit drugs. Am I correct, Trey? Sure. What's the most recent drug that you did? Can we take a guess? Can we all yeah, guess? No, you go ahead. Because you yeah, are. No, you're based on the. Uh, I'm going to say there's been a little crystal meth in that party. Ooh. Right on the nose. Wow, look at that. Right up right, the nose, up I the believe, nose. would have been a better yep, terminology. I snort the meth. Yeah, you smoke crystal meth or you no, snort I it? No, I snort it. He said it. Wow, yeah. look at that. My goodness. When did you do crystal meth? Maybe an hour ago. Jesus. An hour ago? Christ. Yeah. Wow, this is so much fun. You're the Trey. laziest meth to... guy I've ever seen. Well, that's why I smoked the weed to bring me back down, you know. This oh, shit's yeah. nerve-wracking, so I got to, you know, balance it out. Jesus Christ. I dude, doing speed and stand-up is fucking insane, dude. Yeah, yeah we're in here. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm killing. Maybe. <laughs> does crystal meth make your head shrink? Yeah. <laughs> it does? Well, that hat that looks and being massive on you. For those of you yeah. listening to the podcast, the hat is almost covering his ears completely. It's a baseball yeah. It looks like a Muppet. Yeah. It looks like an animated character from the show Recess. <laughs> so what are you doing now that the Insane Clown Posse is in touring? What are you doing with your time? <laughs> Just more acid, man. <laughs> How about your uh, life with the ladies? What's that like? You, uh, you uh, ever use that peacock for something special? I've been trying. I'm out of a long relationship, so like I haven't been too lucky since then. But, what happened know. to the relationship? She didn't want to marry me, apparently. Like, and apparently, once she decided that, like, that's the it doesn't matter after that. So I'm like, all you right. You think that was it? Not the crystal meth? That probably had a small part, you know. Well, did, I don't think she knew about it. Hmm. If that's you were to describe what your meth looks like, what does it look like? 
Not blue, it's more like clear. Mm. Mm. Very interesting. Is there a reason why you're asking that, Birdman? I want to see what meth looks like. I've never seen it before. It just looks like cocaine. There you go. (laughs) It looks like broken windows. It really, it looks like shard glass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's times where people do blow, and they're like, fuck, that's crystal meth. And then the next... I'm not a fan of glass. It's killed many of my friends. Hold on, Trey. You were about to uh, you were about to say something there. What were you about to say when he said Chris, a lot of people do uh, crystal meth thinking it's cocaine? Go ahead. Well, I just saw a bullet on the ground, and then he said that, and I was like, yeah, that sucks. Like, you're doing the wrong drug you don't know, and then all of a sudden you're all cranked up. Aw. Yeah. That was wow. like a PSA right there. Look at that. It was glad I didn't. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. No, it's okay. You're doing a good <laughs> job, buddy. You're fine. The, now the weed's talking. The crystal meth had him say he's on crystal meth. Now, now he's getting paranoid. The weed. You have all your teeth. Yeah, but they're rotting away slowly. I just paint them every morning. You know? Wow, <laughs> that. <laughs> a little bit of fucking whiteout will do you, huh? You should, uh, you should make merch with like a yin-yang, but one side's weed and one side's meth. <laughs> it just says balance on the back. Yeah, hey, that's a good one. How you been surviving? How do you make money? How do you pay off all these police fines? I uh, I build conveyors so that people can get their alcohol. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. I remember. Did that. you take some time off this week? Is that how you came out here? Or? Yeah, basically. Yeah, my dad owns the company, so I can basically get away with. You know, he'll he'll let me off. Is your white he supports this shit. Is so. your white trash? Yeah, your white trash father is supportive of you. Yeah, this is his only hope too. So how about your white trash mother? Uh, she's Mexican. How about oh, your How Mexican? about your Mexican trash mother? How about what does she think of you chasing your dreams? Yes, your she works mother. in the church, so she kind of doesn't like what I say, but she tries to be supportive. Because what she does wants she do for the mom. church? A uh, youth leader. Wow. Yeah. Does she know that. you do meth and marijuana? Yeah. <laughs> and what did she say when she found out that you were smoking meth? That I need to talk to Jesus more. And what did you do when you talked to Jesus? Meth. <laughs> so you're doing heroin too? No, fuck that shit. Oh, God, yeah. what you do? Who Heroin's does that? <clears throat> Who does that? Wait, tell us about it, Sam. I've never done heroin. Really? I, that shit scares the fuck out of me, dude. Because oh. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting. You know what's the weirdest thing about heroin, dude? Mm. Let's say someone does heroin, they OD and die. All the heroin addicts run to that drug dealer to get that heroin. Jesus. Because they're like, oh, it's that strong. I got to try it. It's like the... Oh, fuck. That's crazy, crazy, right? That's that's crazy. Have you done a lot of crystal meth? What's the most crystal meth you've done, and what did you do after doing it? Uh, you know, jumping out windows and shit. And how, 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 how many floors up is this window you jumped out of? Probably just like two. Two floors. Yeah. What happened? What'd you land on? Bushes. Wow. Look at that. Did it hurt at all or you were on meth so it didn't? No. Nope. Crank helps with no pain. Have you ever seen crackheads on fuck, jump off of roofs, dude? Yeah. All the time. Oh, you d- you've seen it live? Yeah, Modesto, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is Modesto's finest right here. I've been to Modesto. I talked about it earlier. The 7-Eleven convention was there. Can that you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We've come yeah. full circle. We this has been a full episode. We went from fucking tank to crank. <laughs> yep. All right, Trey. Anything else we need to know about you before letting you go? No, nah, man. That's it. I appreciate Great you. Great job, dude. You're putting it together in your own weird way. <laughs> 
Trey Peacock. All right, David Lucas is out this week. Uh, he'll be back soon. However, to close tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen, um, actually, you know what? Let's do uh, let's do our horoscope reading. How about that? Ladies and gentlemen, here for our monthly horoscope reading. How about a big hand for Christy Belich, everybody? Here she comes. 60 seconds from Christy. Right? You want to do 60 or you just want to do... Yep, here we go. Christy Belich, everyone. So uh, it's been an interesting 2020. You know, all my life I've looked up to Hollywood and movies on how to look and how to act. But this year, the pandemic has made Hollywood fall faster than a 12-year-old just sipping cereal out of Jeffrey Epstein's bowl. You know what I mean? Just take all the milk and all. You know what I mean? So I don't know. But I guess we live in promo code culture, so I guess I'll share this story. I've been on and off homeless for the last two years, you know? But I've been what you call bougie homeless, right? Because bougie homeless is when you find yourself ordering Grubhub to an ExxonMobil at 2 o'clock in the morning on promo code. So you're just eating your organic orange chicken at the same place you're washing your motherfucking asshole, you know? 2020, y'all. 2020. Boom. 59 seconds of heat. Christy Belich also getting stronger every time we see her. That was wonderful. Pacing, Thank delivery, you. projection. You had it all there. Hi, Jeremiah. Uh-oh, there's a Jeremiah fan up Hi, there. This Joel. is Daniel Thornberry and the great Bob Henry. This is Nathaniel Thornberry. Well, thank you, Bernie. That's Bob Henry back there. Thank you guys for what you do. You're fantastic. Aww. Really good. Great stuff. Sam, got any notes for her? No, I, I loved all of it. I thought it was fucking funny. I thought that was original as fuck. I, I, I hope it's real because it sounds like a funny real story that that only somebody in that moment would fucking come up with like dude that i that's fucking using promo codes on grubhub sending it to amp dude that's real i've ne i've never heard that before and it's really fucking funny so let's do it it's the second week of december right now right here let's talk about it let's get our uh, horoscopes and your uh, predictions for our futures christy bellich the resident psychic uh here on kill tony the first ever uh, gypsy queen, um, uh, soothsayer, um, witch, the Kiltoni official witch. I'm a, I guess so. I guess I, do you guys want fortune cards or do you want astrology? Uh, I guess uh, what maybe fortune. Fortune cards? Yeah. I got my I just got to ask one question. How are you homeless when you're a psychic? Because the only thing that doesn't close down in L.A. are psychic readings. I sw I've seen Chipotle shut down, Starbucks, but a fucking this mansion on the middle of Hollywood is and it's just some fucking uh, gypsy just sitting there with, in a fucking moo-moo, and it never shuts down. Yes. How are you homeless? Because I'm a road comic. Oh, respect. I'm a road comic, and you can't, the only way out is through, bro. You can't, you can't write a, you got to go through it. To be a, you got you can't skip steps as a comic. Man, I really like you. You just can't. You know, and, and her uh, past material is right up your alley. Like every time she, her, like everything, things she talks about, you would love her her yeah. stuff. You're really good, man. Well, thank you. So all right, I will help you. It's fortune time. Red Band's oh. hoping that you're going to give us all cookies that we can open up, but uh, it appears that these are different fortunes. I'm gonna start 
with Sam. Ooh. When's your birthday, Sam? October 28th. So you're a Scorpio. Hell yeah. The evolutionary revolutionary. Okay, I'm going to pick one card from the top because you're definitely a top. Um, Thank you. Oh, I, I, I see where strong, this is going he's already. He's got strong top vibes. Uh, tell me when to stop shuffling. All right. Stop. Okay, I'm going to click from okay. the top. So I have the eight. I don't know where the, the can. Eight of wands or eight of stays, which is the wow. eight of fire. Wow. Um, and so <laughs> what's going on in the month of December for you? So eight of fire is all about your voice. And we're in the season of Sagittarius, which is all about using your passion and using your fire. Because you are a water sign, which is Scorpio, your job is to take the death layers and transform them and rebirth them. So your job with your voice is to rebirth a generation. I'm saving hoes. I'm banging hoes and saving souls. And That's what I'm way, doing. And by the way, you've clearly done that with your uh, with your tutelage of great young comics. Thank you. Have, you. you have helped a, another generation. Look at that. Okay. I'll do Tony last because you're a Gemini. I'll save you for last. Thank you. Let's do Red Band, huh? Red Band. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah. me when to stop shuffling. I'll pick from the top. Because you're learning how to be a strong top. <laughs> Stop. Here we go. Oh, you're the king of stops. You've got fire and fire. You got the eight of stops. You've got the king, bro. Yeah. He's a Leo. You got a roar, bitch. That's every time I'm on here. It's like you got to find your inner roar. You mm. got. But what does a Leo's job? What's a Leo's job, Brian? To be the leader. To be the leader. A loyal leader. <laughs> And step back from your ego mm. and uh-huh. use your heart. Aww. I wish you would this step is back the best from music. that ego. You know me with my ego. <laughs> he does. Lego <laughs> your ego. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, are we doing band members? Let's do the band. Let's knock them out real quick. That's actually Joelberg, Joel Jimenez. Don't tell anybody, but just for this part. We'll These talk are tarot to cards, are they? We'll talk to Joel. Are, you, uh, are these tarot this cards? This is time for They're Joel's tarot. reading. Yep. Hi, Joel. Hi. Tell me when to stop. You don't want to fuck with that. Tell me when to stop. I'm going to pick a bottom card. Here you go. Joel has stopped her. You got the queen of swords. Oh, because he's a bitch. (laughs) Which is to hone Monday the 30th. Put that down on your calendar because that is going to be an upcoming eclipse in the sign of Gemini. And what it's going to do is help you get clarity. Keyword is clarity. Wow, look how close to home this hits with our recent developments, Joel. A Gemini is going to help you get clarity. Hold on, I'm we got a Gemini. We had a talk before the show. What are the odds of that? Do Jeremiah because he's no, Christian. He, no, he won't, he won't do, it. do it. No, you're going to do it. I, re- I refuse okay. to let him no, refuse. I, I only do Pero cards. <laughs> if he doesn't, it's Pero cards. It's okay. Have, do me. Do me. He's a very weird Christian. He no, still no, believes okay. in Jesus. So I appreciate you. Just do me. Do me. It's crazy okay. to believe in something. He makes love I face to face. That's how Christian he is. Face to face. face, face. Do me. Take it from the bottom because I'm clearly a bottom. I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal your top. joke I'm from you because it's so, okay. I'm gonna pick from the top. Okay, there you go. You know what? I'm not gonna be an asshole to you. Thank you. You're okay. only not doing it because I did it already. You planned on me not doing that joke, but I did it. Tell me, tell me when you feel like Tony's now. Playing. Here, the Eight of Pentacles. Oh wow. Oh. So the Eight of Pentacles is the apprentice, which is so interesting because you're a Donald Trump 
fanatic. So I don't think I'm a fanatic, but go ahead. <laughs> so the Eight of Pentacles. Is that all on the card? <laughs> I don't think it's a fanatic. It is, I, it's right at the top because <laughs> he's the top, right? So um, the Eight of Pentacles is about crafting your work day by day by day and not forgetting those who help you out and who support you as well. Wow. Aww. There you go. Thank you. All right. Sort of a boring card, but I'll take it. You were great. I guess so. Okay. All Any right. questions for Christy, me? that was incredible. Awesome. I think you did a great job. Thank you, guys. Christy Belich, everybody, with our monthly horoscope reading. There's only one thing left to do with David Lucas out and Michael Lair kicked off the show. So I guess we have to just go to the big closer, our own uh, John... Uh, John Rocker, if you will, a guy that throws nothing but fucking fastballs. Let's see what happens this week as I bring up the one, the only big red machine himself, the great William Montgomery. Here he comes. He's approaching the microphone. He's got I'm it. dizzy as shit. Uh, barking up the wrong tree sounds like what a homeless guy did outside my apartment this morning. Uh, I feel like schizophrenic homeless dudes are actually ghost whispers. They just aren't using their inside voice. <laughs> Imagine you're in this fantasy world where you're the king pimp and all the hoes bow down and are bringing you vanilla wafers and preparing a bath made of wine and then a homeless shelter volunteer interrupts to say, Melvin, this is your bunk. Uh, I wish they'd have to rename Sesame Street because it got gentrified and the unemployed puppets had to move. Uh, shout out to Sesame Street for being both educational and also apparently an ice skating troupe coming to a city near you. Uh, why did Hunter Biden knock up a stripper? He ran out of dead brother's widows to bang. <laughs> Very good. Look at that. I love it. Great job. Couple jokes in there where you made a face afterwards. Yeah, what's that? Yeah, I'm dizzy as shit. Oh, look at that turn. That's very interesting. I Are am you, really dizzy. Why are you dizzy? I don't know. I was uh, taking pills earlier. Mitch Burrow gave me some pills. What kind of pills did he give you? I don't know. He said they were Tylenol. I told him I had a really bad headache and. I don't know. I saw. I met his wife. Oh, the great Lee. Lee's here. Mitch is here, everybody. Mitch just yeah, walked Mitch. in. What are the odds yeah. of this? Mitch is having a baby. baby. Hey, Mitch, I just got to tell you, it's not your kid. Whoa. If that thing comes out with a red beard, you should be scared. Or if it comes out with a tail. I actually have a tail. You do? Yeah, it's right above my butthole. Oh, my God. That's like in your butt crack? Yeah, it's like a brown tail. What? Why is it brown? It's like a foot long. What, do, can I you, have to uh, tuck it in my underpants. Can you wiggle it? Yeah, I can fucking wiggle it. <laughs> it's my tail. Were you born with it? Can I wiggle it? <laughs> yeah, I can wiggle it. It's my fucking tail, Tony. Do your parents have tails? Yeah, my parents know about it. Do your parents have tails? Yeah, my parents know about it. Let's call them right now and ask them if they know about it. Can we call them? Should we? Yeah, we should. Let's. How many of you think we should call William's parents right of now? Of course. Put them on speakerphone. Put the butt end of the... Uh, I got to get my phone. Oh, you don't... I thought... Oh. Nah, forget Yeah, it. it's on the bridge. Can oh, you, look at that. Oh, look, it's Mitch Burrow, everybody. Famously 
the last guest from the last episode of Kill Tony. There goes Mitch. Let me look up Papa's cell. Uh-oh. Papa's cell. The tale of two parents. Tale of two tales. Uh-oh. Put that up to put it on speakerphone and put it up to the butt end of that uh, phone. Let's wake up your parents out in Memphis, Tennessee. Here we go. We're about to talk to the Montgomerys. This is very exciting. There we go. Zach zooming in on William here on the YouTube. Don't zoom in. You no, bitch. it's Hello? Hey oh. Papa, I was telling him about my tail. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the tail right above my butthole. Oh, yeah, that tale. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Montgomery. It's Tony Hinchcliffe here with Kill Tony. Hey, Tony, how are you? I'm great. <laughs> it's another beautiful day. William's telling us that he has a tail uh, on the, on his backside, an actual tail that he, he's, he's, he believes that he can wiggle and shake. He says he's had it his whole life. Have you ever seen this tail before? Uh, I have not, but it, I'd like to because it would finally be a talent that we could find. <laughs> <laughs> your dad doesn't think you're talented. <laughs> How's life been out there in uh, beautiful Memphis, Tennessee? Uh, it's We have uh, a lot of great crime going on. Oh. We hear gunshots every night. Uh I gave William a really good gag, but he, he doesn't ever use my gags. Okay, will you do it for us? You do the gag. Okay, here it is. And this is true. Uh, <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, I read in the paper that five NBA players were meeting with the Pope about world poverty. And uh, I thought to myself, how ironic is that? The Pope is a guy who lives in a gold castle behind a big wall and the NBA players make $10 million a year. So can you imagine that conversation? The Pope says, says, man, it must suck to be poor. And the NBA players say, no shit. That's my joke. That's why William didn't tell it because it's, I guess, not very. Funny. I love you. No, joke. that was great. No, it's good. You got bigger laughs than William got tonight, without a doubt. That's a great. That's, that's a that's a low bar, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Montgomery, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, next time you see William, ask him to show uh, his tail. Yeah, I will. Great talking to y'all. Y'all all take care of yourself and. I saw Jeremiah's going to have a boy. That is so wonderful. Congrats. Indeed. Yeah. Yes, he is. Y'all keep doing great. We love you know, sir, your son is one of the top gay comedians in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's what he tells me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember coming home one night, sort of drunk at 3 in the morning, and I am fixing a cup of water, and you and Mama come down, and out of nowhere, you're like, William, are you gay? (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah, and it didn't surprise me a bit when you said you were. (laughs) (laughs) Tell the Mrs. Mrs. Montgomery we all said hello, Mr. Montgomery. It was so great to talk to you. Have a great night. She's right here. You want to say hi to her? She ran off. Okay. <laughs> Y'all take care. Bye. There you go. That's the Montgomerys, everybody. How cool is that? 
always a hit on this show, the Montgomerys. You have such cool parents, William. What the fuck happened to you? I uh, started losing in Battleship to my my cousin Taylor, and I couldn't deal with it. And then I found out I couldn't read, and then I couldn't <laughs> go to the beach, and then I forgot to bring towels at the beach, and I was out in the surf. And what are you looking at, Red Band? I just was with that fucking face. Uh, I'm you, telling a funny story, and you're blankly looking at me. Well, your what dad, the fuck is going on? Your dad didn't on? know that you had a tail, and you said you lied to us. I have a fucking tail, Red Band. How many of you think William should show us his tail right now? To close tonight's episode, this is it. Here it is. Oh, he's reaching for the belt. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. I'm going to me to you. A lot of people said this would never happen. It's a brown tail. Oh, he's doing the shoulder shake. We've seen this before. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here it comes. Uh-oh. The shorts are The shorts are coming down. Here we go. Okay, here it is. He's pulling it down. No, he's not going to do it. I can't. Wow. <laughs> he's trying to I, make Tony, I actually don't have a tail. Oh, wow. You <laughs> lied to us about that. Wow. I knew I was right. I have to be truthful with y'all. I actually don't have a tail. Well, we believe you. We believe you, William. I got a black eye the other day. Yeah? How'd you get a black eye? Somebody punched me. Yeah? For what? Got in a big fight. About what? Uh, groceries. <laughs> what about the groceries? Just buying produce, and I'm at the grocery store, and this guy named Frank comes up, and he's like, hey, those are my groceries. And I look at him like, Frank, this is a grocery store. <laughs> All right. There goes William Montgomery, everybody. The great William Montgomery. We love him. Follow him on social media. Same with Michael Lair, michaellaircomedy.com. Here comes the drawing from Ryan J. Ebelt. Ooh, look at this one. Ooh. It's a special bird one. There's a big bird there and the entire cast and crew and Sam Tripoli. Am I? Of Am course, I? absolutely. You're right in the mix, right Ooh, there. Look at that. You look like a badass in this one, too. I do. I look samurai-ish. Every single print is available at RyanJBelt.com. Go check out all the tour posters. It's incredible. He's an incredible artist. RyanJEbelt.com. How about a big hand for tonight's guest, the great Sam Tripoli, everybody. Come on. Even while a crowd, this show is great. We love you so it's much, It's a great Sam. show. Plug your stuff. Tell everybody where they can find you. You are dialed in. This guy's absolutely killing it. We were talking about it before the show, thriving through this pandemic. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to be in uh, St. Louis uh, the first weekend. I'll be at Helium's with a couple buddies. It's, that's going pretty well. The road's doing well. Uh, check out my podcast, Tinfoil Hat, uh, if you like conspiracies and what I call truth, the real shit. Uh, and then um, I have a sports podcast called Broken. Uh, I have a sports podcast called Punch Junk Sports, and I have a whole bunch of other podcasts. Sam Tripoli. Guys, the leader of the band tonight was not actually Nathaniel Thornberry. Spoiler alert, it was Jeremiah Watkins. Wow. Fresh off the release of his new, brand new 
special. Of course, I'm talking about family reunion available everywhere, including JeremiahWalkins.com. What else, Jeremiah? Yes, Amazon Prime, VOD, many places. Yep. Uh, at Jeremiah Standup on social media. And uh, we've got a great podcast called Jeremiah Wonders. Different characters, different great interviews. You can check it out at YouTube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins. Great show. Boom. Jeremiah Watkins. And Bob Henry on the drums, I do believe, if my eyes don't deceive me. That's actually Joel Berg, Joel Jimenez, everyone. Big Dick Joel. Joel, tell us about it. Nothing. Uh, uh, shout out to Ludwig and uh, Mostly Sorry Podcast. That's it. Red Band. Guys, thanks a lot for watching uh, Kill Tony here at the Comedy Store. Uh, thank you very much. Indeed. Thank you to the Comedy Store and to uh, the great uh, Shore family and everybody who takes part in it. Richie, the manager, Curtis, Jen, uh, all, these, all the incredible people here that help it, uh, help it uh, all happen. Guys, we'll see you next week for another episode of Kill Tony. Yeah.